everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Friday, October 4th. This is episode number 827. And as promised, my friend, author, and speaker, Christy Clover, is here with me today. We're going to be talking about her brand new book, Mom, Master Organizer of Mayhem. You guys are going to have fun with us today. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right, you guys. So a couple little house housekeeping things before we get going with Christy today. You know that my women's conference, Faith That Speaks, is coming up in the Vancouver area on October the 12th from 9 to 5. This is going to be a great day for you guys to come on out and get encouraged about your walk with the Lord and how you can get off the bench and onto the battlefield, how your faith can actually speak from your life of the grace and the mercy and the healing that comes from Jesus. So come on out, Faith That Speaks, October 12th, Saturday, October 12th. More information is on my website, HeidiStJohn.com forward slash events. I told you guys last week that it looks like we're going to be changing venues for that event. And so uh, keep checking back and I will let you know at the podcast. And also we will send you an email as soon as we have it, but it will definitely be in Vancouver. So you guys, there's nothing actually better than just switching events for the fun of it. Like, let's just switch the venue. That'll be fun. So uh, we're going to make the most of it. And I know the Lord's going to honor it. So I'm excited about that. Also, most of my staff is flying out for that event. And so come on out and you can meet them. They'll be here from New Jersey and Oklahoma and Texas. So I'm excited for you guys to meet the women that really help me behind the scenes and are a huge part of the heartbeat of Mom Strong International. All right, without further ado, I want to introduce a friend of mine to you. My friend Christy Clover is an author and a speaker. She's also just a wonderful human being who is really good at home organization. She's got a couple of kids we're going to talk to you guys about and a really sweet man uh, that she calls her husband. I believe his name is Steve. Christy, welcome to the podcast, girl. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And yes, Steve, Steve's my man. Steve's your <laughs> Steve's your main squeeze. You guys have five kids together, right? Five kids. So yeah, just a couple. Just a couple. Hey man, once <laughs> you know, Jay's always saying, once you once you got two, you're out, you know, over two, you're outnumbered. So Oh yeah. You go into zone defense at that. You point. just kinda of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the range and age of your kids is what? I can't remember. Oh yeah. So Grant is seventeen and then Blake sixteen, Wade is eleven, and then my girls, Ashlyn and Caitlin, are eight and six. So we have so six to 17. Oh, yes. Six to 17. So yeah, from teens, Grant just ha- started his first job at Chick-fil-A. Hey, that should be down. everybody's first yeah. job. I, it's so amazing. They're just great. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is, this is what he started to say, you know, my pleasure at the house. No, I keep teasing him though. <laughs> yeah. You're like, you know, um, if you say, you know, clean your room and he should say my pleasure. <laughs> Exactly. I think that's good practice for everyone. Everyone mm-hmm. should go and do a little bit of training at Chick-fil-A just yeah. to develop that habit. Well, I mean, this could, this could be, you know, I think before you run for an elected office, you should work at Chick-fil-A, right? It would just, it would just right? help. It would totally help your communication skills. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we could get along with people. I don't know. That'd be so weird. I know. I'm just really, I mean, again, everyone should do it. <laughs> <laughs> so you and I, I'm trying to figure out when we met the first time and I can't remember. Well, we, I, I met you. <laughs> Back at Chia, so that's Christian Home Education Association in Pasadena, California. And we met, you were speaking and I was sitting in the audience. I'm like, man, that would be really fun to do. (laughs) I think I 
ran into you in the hallway or at some point I'm like, you know what? I think I want to do what you do. I love it. And you're like, oh, awesome. Awesome. <laughs> hey, you know what? We need more people out there speaking the truth. I don't think there's a lot of room around the table. You know, I always feel like every time I get an opportunity to have an author or speaker on the show, I always feel like, you know, there's so much chaos in the culture right now Yeah, that the more Christian voices that we can hear that can help bring a, a mom back to center and say, hey, no, this is the way. Walk this way. Nope. Walk this way. Over here. Over here. <laughs> you know, exactly. I, and, and then you got people who've been doing this for a long time, like my friend, Dr. Dobson, and they're looking for uh more help and more voices. And so I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled with what you're doing, girl. Oh, well, thank you. And yeah, you know, I get so discouraged when I hear women who are interested in kind of getting out there and whether it's writing or podcasting, just whatever it is. And they're like, oh, but there's already so many people out there. And I'm like, do you not know that God made you unique and you have a unique voice? I'm like, come on, join, the, join the party. That's right. Yeah. Join the chaos. <laughs> it's totally right. And, and that, those voices are unique. I think the hard thing, and this was uh, certainly been true, you know, for me, because I've been doing this for a long, long time. And I feel like the hard thing sometimes is just finding your unique voice. I think, you know, sometimes it's easy to, you know, we hear somebody and we, oh, we want to do it like that person. But that's not necessarily how God made us. Our voice is different. I know, you know, I had a season, I think I talked to you about this a while ago, when I had so many people telling me what to do and how to do it, that it really stole my voice from me. And I, it took me, I mean, I tripped up and sort of fell, you know, fell over myself because I wasn't listening to the Lord anymore. I was listening to just voices of people who I felt were important saying, oh no, don't talk about that. And no, oh, be careful. But, but we got to, we got to listen to the Lord. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is the key because I think it's too easy to feel like, oh, this is, this is the standard. This is the cookie cutter that I need to fit into. And yeah, we can't do that. It just doesn't, no. it doesn't make me happy. And if I'm not authentic and real, then that no one's going to like that. So yeah, right. Yeah. You do you, you do you. Yeah, I do it's me good. really, really well. And so it's, <laughs> when I do me, then everybody's happy. Well, I don't yeah. know. So, uh, there's some times when I, maybe me needs a little bit of a filter. <laughs> I love it. Oh, in fact, I have to tell you something before you move on. Okay. I laughed so hard because I, I said something in an interview and I came out and I told Steve, I'm like, man, I, I don't know if I said that right. I, you know, maybe I was kind of pushing the envelope because I'm not necessarily <laughs> the girl you come to to get, you know, political or get controversial. I mean, I have no problem talking about it and going there. But I did in this interview and I kind of giggled and I was like, oh, I don't know. And he's like, honey, if Heidi St. John could say half the stuff that she says, I don't think you're ever going to be controversial. So I was like, OK, good. All right. I feel better now. Well, I was going to, you know, and hopefully people won't, you know, lob a uh, uh, little voice grenades at you over Facebook. So when that happens, give me a call. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could sit here and talk about all kinds of things all day long, obviously, uh, because that's who we are. I really want to introduce listeners to the book that you just wrote, which I was really happy to write an endorsement for, Yay. which I super tickled, made it to the back of the book. It did. Um, that's always like, whenever you write an endorsement, you're secretly hoping that it gets, makes it to the back of the book. Like it's nice to be in the front <laughs> cover, but the back of the book is where you really want to be. Um, and I love this because it's so practical, but you're really, you, you like to organize. And I, I feel like there are seasons when, you know, moms will feel really on top of the organization. And then, you, you know, you, you go into another season where you're just like, whoa, and you kind of feel overwhelmed. And this book is just chock full of practical 
simple ways to calm clutter and just reclaim your joy. Because I feel like you're really good at just telling moms, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. (laughs) Just, you know, hold my hand and let's walk through the Lego mess together and you're going to be okay. So you're talking about, um, you know, helping moms stay on top of their, their day and really um, make it to the end of your day with a fair amount of, of joy, like just a happier home, right? Oh yeah. I, I mean that it's so funny because I always, I always giggle when people are like, okay, your cover talk, your subtitle says joy. Like really housekeeping, house organization, <laughs> joy, right? <laughs> right. And it does bring joy though. It does. But even beyond that, I want women and, and families really just whomever is in your home. I want you guys to all stop thinking that your house has to be perfect. I mean, I love yeah. to see again, like let Joanna Gaines be Joanna Gaines. <laughs> Right. You You know, that is the thing. Like that Joanna. I love Joanna Gaines, Mm -hmm, but you know, my house is not going to look like hers 24 seven. And I guarantee you her house doesn't look like it does. That's right. 24 seven. No, she has got five kids now. So she gets it. She's Mm in. I'm thinking it looks like that, like two hours out of the day. Oh yeah. I give it two hours max. Yes. I mean, it's just hard. Everyone needs to realize it's hard. And I always joke that if you ever see something online, just imagine what it looks like behind the camera, like behind the person taking the shot. <laughs> That's yeah. where the mess yeah. has been moved. Yeah. But yeah, I want women to experience joy by first letting go of their expectations of perfection. I want yeah. them to be more efficient in their home. And I think when you start tackling those little jobs that are driving you crazy in mm-hmm. your house, then that's where the joy starts coming in. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it's true. And there's Ain't nobody uh, very flourishing in chaos. Like yeah. we just don't flourish in chaos. At least I don't. I'm I'm the girl that has to just, I need my house to be relatively clean or at least it doesn't have to be perfect, but it just, I don't want to be tripping over things all day long. And what I really don't like is the stack of mail that's in my office that just kind of pile, 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 pile <laughs> until like one Saturday I got to, I got to get in there and actually, you know, take care of it. But you came up with what you call 10 foundational rules. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting because I love that you called them foundational because as I looked at them, I was like, yeah, that's, fa- oh, that's foundation. Because if you don't get those things right, then you can't, you don't have anything to build on. So exactly. how did you come up with them? And can you just, can you share with listeners just a little bit about those 10 foundational rules? Yeah. Well, what's really crazy about this is that 13 years ago is when I first started speaking on this topic. I actually sat down. I was asked to speak on home organization. I remember I laughed a little bit thinking like, okay, like why? That means that you got to organize your home. (laughs) I know. I'm like, this person's been to my house, but I think it was that what I, what I've come to kind of understand is that the reason they wanted to see that is because I had a husband who traveled. I had two Mm -hmm. tiny children at the time and my friends would come over on like a weekday and see the house just normal, you know, toys out, dishes out or whatever. But they'd come over a few days later for like a party or something that we'd be hosting and the house was completely cleaned up. And they, I remember one friend actually, she's like, okay, where is it? I'm like, where's what? And she's like, where's all the stuff? And I'm like, well, I just kind of have these systems. And I think that's what kept throwing people off is that I had these systems. So when I sat down to write this talk, MOM, Master Organizer of Mayhem, I kind of asked myself, like, what are the 10 things? And I didn't set out to like write 10, but that's how it kind of ended up. But what are some things that when, when I'm actually doing all of them at the same time, right. help me the most. So I'm not perfect at this. In fact, I'm really bad at a few of them. Like the baby steps thing I'm horrible at because mm-hmm. I, I think I'm a little ADD in how I approach my, 
my home organization. I'll start a project in one room and then see a project in another room. And then I'll, oh, that's, that's, I think that's like a, that's, that's a thousand years old, right? Isn't that the, if you give a mom a mocha kind of a thing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I've never heard that that's perfect. (laughs) I'll send it to you because I actually wrote something called If You Give a Mama Mocha, and it's probably been 10 years since I wrote it. Oh, but just, just in the, you know, in the throes of having seven young children at home, there yeah. are probably, I probably had teens at that point because Savannah's 28 now, for goodness sake. What? So I know. Oh Let's not talk about it. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so, but I, I wrote this, like, if you give a mama mocha, kind of like if you give a mouse a cookie kind of a thing. Yeah. But like, the truth is, you know, I, I'll go upstairs and I'm going to go put something in the laundry room. I see something in the laundry room that needs to go down to the kitchen. I go to the kitchen. Oh my goodness. I got to do this in the kitchen. You oh. know. Yeah, it's kind of how it works. It's a technique, I think. Let's call it. Let's call it a technique. (laughs) That's right. It's our organizational (laughs) technique for creating chaos and projects throughout the house. That's right. Exactly. All at the same time. (laughs) Yes. But yeah, and that's really, I mean, when I am following, especially that baby steps rule and taking it one thing at a time and breaking things down, um, it really helps. And that's where the 10 rules come from. You know, I kind of giggled because I introduce decluttering in that section. So decluttering is definitely one of those foundational things, but I don't get into decluttering systems until the second part of the book, because if you don't have those foundational things, it doesn't help. So if you, because, you know, think about it, like you can organize all that you want. I can show you great ways to use your space, you know, a lot more wisely and more efficiently. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you are just organizing stuff that should be in the trash can, right? That does not help you. Hey, and so. this is a, this is tough. Like that, it's. I, I mean, I feel like people fall into one of two categories, right? They're either the the person that throws everything away, maybe to the point where it, they overthrow things. Oh away. yeah, or I have some or friends that do that. yeah, or we're kind of hoarders. You know, worried about well, what if I need that? You know, maybe I maybe I do need that third colander because you just never know when you're going to have 28 people at your house and you'll have to be rinsing things all over the place. I know. And I think that is one of the weird dilemmas is that we do that just in case thing. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. oh no, just in case. And, you know, we're actually in the process of renovating. I've stopped seeing remodeling. We are renovating our house. Renovating. Ooh, that has such a Renaissance sound to it. I hate it. So fancy. I'm like, we're in the middle of (laughs) reno. (laughs) My kids are like, reno. Reno. (laughs) (laughs) But it actually really forced me to take a look at what do we need? Like what are the bare bones that we need? And then I was moving everything else out of the kitchen and the kitchen was my, I didn't realize how much I was somewhat hoarding in my kitchen because oh, yeah. I had things up high and far back that I couldn't mm-hmm. see. And so I was like, oh yeah, if I need it. But then when I was taking everything out, I'm like, I really don't need this. And so no, I was right. just- And you don't even stuff. remember that it's there because no. when you put them high up and far back, uh, three years going to go by and then one day you're going to go, I should clean my kitchen. And you're going to go, I had no idea I had that. Oh, yeah. Like a panini press. I don't right. even think I ever used it. But I had a panini no. press just in mm-hmm. case. Yeah. You know, I got that rid would of have been really fancy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I got rid I think I bought it at the Goodwill and it sent it back there. <laughs> uh, exactly. Well, and that's the beauty is that I, I, that's one of the approaches I have with decluttering is that I stop thinking about like, 
just donating. And I call it blessing because if we can turn that around, like, you know, the whole KonMari method of like, does it mm -hmm. spark joy? I'm like, yeah, does whatever. it spark joy? Yeah. I know. I'm like, you, how many of us have stood in front of our closet and been like, yep, nope, nothing, nothing, nothing. in here sparking joy. Nope, nothing. <laughs> Get rid of all not, of it. Yeah. That's right. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, when we look at our things as blessings, like this isn't really something I need right now. So mm -hmm. I wonder if it can bless a friend. Like when you, <laughs> when you find things that still have tags on it and you're like, mm -hmm. and I never fit into that. And, and I'm going to stop trying to achieve that goal and yep. pass on to a friend. Or maybe it, you know, it just got hidden. And like, I found a cute kid outfit that had tags and it didn't, <laughs> my child had grown <laughs> by a few years. <laughs> so I passed it on to friends and same with you know, just things we're getting rid of is why not take it to goodwill? I will actually, we go to Salvation Army for mm -hmm. all of our donating. And mm -hmm. so we take it there. And it's really neat to even hear stories about people that go into consignment shops or go into Salvation Army stores and find things that they really needed. And it was because someone was willing to let go of it. All right. So go over, we, we've got a few minutes left. I want, can you go over like, just say three of those foundational those foundational tips. And then I kind of want to do a, a breeze through the table, the table of contents here. Cause I always think that's interesting. When I go to get a book, the first thing I do is look at the table of contents. I know. Yeah, me too. It's funny. Cause they wanted to take out my little, like I, I put the rule and then I had like the little subtitle for the rule and they're like, Oh, let's take that. I'm like, Oh no, no, no. People need to know what that is. <laughs> no, they do. No. And I, I love it. It's right in the table of contents. So those, those 10 simple rules that will change your home life. So I love this one because this is something I talk about all the time. Uh, rule number two, don't forget your top priorities, choosing yes. which balls to drop. Talk to the mom who just can't drop anything. Yes. So that is the hardest thing is we try to do it all because we think everybody else is doing it all. And that just doesn't work for anybody because no one is truly doing it all. I mean, no. you and I can attest to that because yeah. if I, if it looks like I'm doing it all, it's because I'm doing it things you know, one thing at a time and mm -hmm. it just might just all come out at the same time. Right. But, you know, in life we need to have priorities. So we kind of have our, in the Clover house, we kind of do this prioritizing with our four F's because we're the four leaves. So we do faith, family, friends, and fellow man in that order. And so when we sit down, especially right now, and you know, like the beginning of a school year or just, you know, beginning of the year is good too. But anytime you have big shifts in your schedule and things getting added, we like to take a look at what's coming into our schedule. Cause I'm sorry, but you can't get to your house if you've got a busy schedule. That's so right. try, yeah. So we try to be really selective about what we allow into our, our schedules and into our home and just all of that, because you cannot do it all. And so we try to pick what's really best. And sometimes it's been hard through the years. I mean, we said no to Awana. I mean, Awana, you would think like, oh, so awesome. But we were doing Bible study at home. We were doing Bible memory at home. And it was one more night that we were all out. Mm -hmm. And my husband was still traveling at that point. So we just decided it was not wise for us to do that. And we've taken, we're a big sports family. We had to take basketball off our plate at one point because we had too many moving parts. Mm -hmm. And so when you are allowing that space, you can actually allow some breathing room. And when you have breathing room, then you will feel up for maybe trying to tackle other things in your house. So that's one of my, my big things is trying to encourage people to really look at not only their priorities with what they're allowing into their schedule, but even in their, their home. And with that, 
like we have to prioritize what we're trying to get done in our house because you know, yeah, it's nice to have the whole house clean and tidy all at the same time. That's so nice. It is so nice. And when it happens, it's like, you need to do yourself a little good, little happy dance and like (laughs) turn the music on and don't knock anything over. But (laughs) when we're looking at that, like Steve and I have kind of come up with this thing. Like he, I had him pick two things and I picked two things for him. Counters are like his his like drive you crazy nails on a chalkboard to him and his little heart. If the counters are just super cluttered, which is hard because I am a, a pile person. Mm-hmm, I right. Struggle with that. Flat and spaces so, are your, are your nemesis. Yeah. No. So I have to be careful. Not like I cannot add like in my closet, I can't put a chair in there. I can't put anything cute for me to sit on because it will become a dumping ground. And I just know yep. that about myself. So yep, I yep. don't have that. But for him, counters are a big thing. And then knowing that there's a game plan for meals is really helpful for him. So just so he, even if it's pizza, he just wants to know that we have a plan and that's something he doesn't have to think about. Or if he is supposed to be the one, like (laughs) you're on grill duty. So, you know, that's important to him. And then for me, because maybe we started off with just a house with three boys and a husband, I toilets, like, I mean, yes, the whole bathroom is great, but like, seriously, I just want the toilets and the area around the toilets clean and floors. I don't like stepping on things. Like you were saying earlier, like tripping on things drives me batty. I am Mm -hmm. on the move. I am on the go and I'm not always looking where I'm going. Right. Yeah. So that, that's a really important rule. That's why it's number two. I it was it. number one in the original. And but I my my first rule, since we didn't really talk about that, is gleaning and tweaking. And that was really important to me. And I think that's kind of what makes my technique a little different is that I feel like as moms, we take way too much time to try to like reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. And why don't we look at people who are having success with something and not feel guilty over it and not Mm -hmm. feel like, and even don't feel like it's the end all be all. You have to tweak it to work for your family dynamics. So those are, those are just two of my fun little rules, but I um, love it. And it, and really, so you sent, you, you have the first part of the book really are those rules, uh, planning ahead, you know, um, overcoming laziness. (laughs) I didn't want to put it in there, but it's true. Like if my house is really messy, it's usually because I'm being a little lazy. (laughs) Well, you went, I love it because you went through those, these rules, but then you put systems in place, which I really love decluttering systems, organizing systems, storage, um, chores, my goodness. I always laugh because, you know, I've been talking about, I wrote a book called The Busy Homeschooling Scientist Daylight a long time ago. It has a lot of the same stuff in it. And I'm laughing because I'm like the chore thing. Really, I like I'll do a chore chart for my kids and it'll work for about three months. Yep. And then, oh, yeah. You, yeah, and you have to just go, well, looks like it's time to change it up. <laughs> oh, know? yeah. And instead of giving up, just change it up. Exactly. And that's exactly what you have to do. I mean, right. We've been laughing because our little chart chart doesn't work in like renovation mode. So, no. And we've been going so hard and fast with the book launch that I'm like, okay, people like just listen to what I'm assigning to everyone. But we, that is one of the major things we need to kind of shift here. This probably this next week is just making sure everybody is very clear in what they're doing. And that's really what chore systems are about is just figuring out what is working best because not every kid is going to jive with understanding. Like you might have some kids that need a visual. They might need to see exactly what it is. And if they're I'm going to give you a visual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. 
Well, I love this. I love it because you there's a whole section in here on on why it's so important to train your kids to help you around the house. And I have been amazed at um, how controversial that has become in the last in the well, just or just having your kids help. I every time I post about it, somebody will say, I can't believe you're not letting your kids enjoy their childhood. And I'm just like, only right now, because, you know, I'm not training children. I'm training adults. And yeah. like, you know, I love you call them little interns, you know, Kids, I'd, like <laughs> to give you, I'd like to give you a laundry internship and yes. uh, this is how, this is how it's going to go. Yeah. No, I had a post where I, I, I mentioned, I don't even know. I think we, it was a hashtag chore systems. I didn't even say chores. I just said training your kids to help. Oh, don't and say train. Uh-uh. No, know, train. No, what is, your, is it a puppy people. or a child? We train, we train puppies. Christy, get it right. Oh, right. Well, no, I was accused of like slave, slave labor, you yeah. know, like how dare I? And I was like, excuse me? Like, <laughs> well, I'm like, so is it kindness to send my child out into the world and not know how to do laundry and not completely, know how to cook? Yeah, just not equipped. And, yeah. I know, right. Because I think and, about how hard it was for me to learn some of the small details I didn't learn in my childhood. I mean, I was raised by a single mom and I learned to do a lot of things, but there's obviously things I didn't learn. And so it was hard learning how to do all of those other little, you know, fine details. And yet the, the things that I was really good at, like that I had to do on my own, it was awesome. Like I can iron a shirt and iron a pair of pants in no time flat because I had a lot of ironing that I had to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not so much and anymore. You, yeah. <laughs> no. Well, now it's like we, we get the, the wet washcloth and throw it in the dryer with the shirt and hope that the wrinkles come out. That's my new right? method. I yeah. had somebody tell me ice cubes. They put ice cubes in the dryer. I Stop never it. thought of it. Yeah, that's what they do. Ice cubes. Never that's heard of it before. Great idea. I'm just I know. That. I have not tried it yet. I, want I will do it. almost anything to get out of ironing. Almost oh, anything. Yeah. I mean, not anything, but pretty close. <laughs> Jay's like anything, right? I know. <laughs> anything. I know. I saw your recent picture. You making out on a couch? That's right, baby. I know. I saw, we just had our thirtieth anniversary. That is so awesome! Congratulations! Oh, it was really good. We we actually took a day and we went into Portland. And this guy is like an, an ACLU, you know, like a protester. And he saw us on the sidewalk because we were walking in the Pearl District. And, you know, it was so beautiful. Sunny day, gorgeous in Portland. And he said, hey, you know how to make your sunny day even better? And I was like, no. He said, help me sue the government. <laughs> and I said, I said, oh, I said, I'm actually a lifelong conservative who voted for Trump. You probably don't want to talk to me. And he was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was oh, great. Yeah. I think he was he was looking at me like there are conservatives in Portland. I had no I idea. Know I know. I can't believe it. It's amazing. I'm like, yep, we're out. here. We're here we're to out. stay and we're out. I know we're out. <laughs> oh golly. Oh, well, Christy, you are a delight. Your new book is fantastic. I was so happy that I got a chance to uh, endorse it. And uh if people want to find it, if they want to get a copy of your book, what's the best way for them to do that? You know, you can get my book anywhere books are sold, but if you want more information and just, you know, want to see every place you can get it all in one spot, they can go to my website, which is christyclover.com. So that's Christy with a K and an I and christyclover.com, then forward slash mom book. Ooh, I like that. That's that great. Cute? I, I like <laughs> it. Well, this is great for those of you who are looking for uh, just help getting organized. And actually, I think you're going to you're going to put this book down feeling like I can actually do it. I can do it, which is really the point. So Christy Clover, 
You are fantastic. I wish you all the best. I hope the book does fantastic. Oh, thank you so much. And thanks for having me on your show. This was so fun. It was fun. We'll do it again. We just, okay. we just don't, don't, we won't wait till you write another book. We'll do it again. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Please don't. I'm taking a little break right now. <laughs> I don't blame you. <sighs> All right. Thank you, friend. For more information on Christy Clover, please visit her website, christyclover.com. I will link back to all things Christy Clover in the show notes today. And if you want more information about where I will be, please go to heidistjohn.com forward slash events. As always, we love it if you leave feedback for the podcast over at iTunes. And if you have a question that you'd like to see addressed at Mailbox Monday, go to my page, heidistjohn.com forward slash Mailbox Monday and fill out that form and we will answer your question on the air. Have a great Friday, everybody, and I'll see you back here on Monday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.